just <laughs> oh my goodness can, is this happening yeah i mean this, you, is this happening to be honest we can just cut the first part off if it doesn't work yeah just well, do let's, it just, let's then, just start talking yeah i can't believe this i am so nervous but i'm so excited as well you know what the good thing is because I, i'm tired from my exams i'm not nervous because i'm too tired to be nervous <laughs> ah you, you just finished your last exam today yeah yeah how were they Okay. All right, that's enough said. That's, yeah. Anyways. Capital there, yeah. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to the Know What I'm Saying podcast. My name is Mark Rope, and I'm joined here by my friend, Connor Campbell. What's up? What's up? How are y'all? I hope this isn't cringe, man. I think at the beginning, it's always going to be cringe. For sure. I think also, it's only cringe if you say it is cringe, so I'm probably at fault right now. It's cringe, yeah. Yeah, now it is cringe, man. All right, well, whatever. Man, you know what I'm saying? This is the first episode. The reason we decided to call it know what i'm saying is because we find ourselves often saying know what i'm saying at least i do it's just a, kind of a rela- relatable saying it's, you know what i'm saying you know what i mean kind yeah, of exactly. that kind of vibe yeah. it's just like you get what i'm saying it's like there's all kind of different ways you can For say sure. it but like it's just a relatable thing to say are there any other things that you like find yourself always consistently repeatedly saying in certain situations no it's my most most just swear words just oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, nothing I could say. I find myself often saying yes, sir. Mm, I never say, I, I never say yes, sir in person. I've started recently to always say it over text. It's Why just is that? like instead of saying okay or something, if you say yes, sir, okay. it's like way cooler. Like okay is kind of bland, and people think, oh, he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah, so it's, but it's it comes just, across as a dry text. Yeah, and, and, and often it's just because you. There's nothing else to say, but like you say, okay, but instead of okay, you say yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's kind yes, of like. Yes, sir, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Connor, listen. I've been reading this book. It's one of the things that I've picked up since quarantine now, I'm trying to keep myself busy, you know, because you can only study, go to the gym so many times during the day. So I've been trying to find some Tell things me about to, it. To, to keep myself company and keep myself busy, and I've started reading. And my dad recommended this book to me, uh, translated it from German into English. It's how to, uh, wait, it was called, damn, I should probably remember the title of the book. Would be a good start. For sure. <laughs> what is it about? It's, it's, it's about how to spend your money the best way to live the, the richest life. So, okay. not to, it's a, it basically not to live, not to die poor. No, the tzir, the, the, the goal is to die poor and live rich. Okay. Yeah. And basically what he says is, I haven't finished it yet because now it's just gone all the technical stuff of how to save your money and how mm, to spend it exactly. Yeah. But basically the main point is uh, he says to the best way to live your life mm. in the richest way possible is to die with zero dollars or euros in your bank account. I get where he's coming from. I mean, there's a point where you're that rich where it's like difficult to spend that yeah. much money, but yeah. So definitely. let me explain what he says because I found this so interesting and definitely changed my outlook a little bit on how to spend money and on what. Mm-hmm. He said, basically, he was making the point that so many people work so many years in their lives to save money and and because they're afraid that they once they reach an old age after retirement that they won't have enough money to continue to support themselves until they die. True. And. Um, he says basically money is meant to be spent mm-hmm. you work to be able to spend money yeah that's that's the, the main point but so i many mean people a lot are, of people are struggling with yeah, even so many, that concept so many people are obsessed with the idea of security and being financially stable which is t- 
totally, you know, yeah. acceptable. Yeah. And he also says, like, he doesn't say spend your money left and right. Yeah. He doesn't say that. But he says, basically, throughout your life, you live a thousand deaths. What he means by that is with each age, you're physically or mentally just not able to relive certain experiences. For example, when you have a child and you're, and you're 35 mm-hmm. and you spend your 35s and your 40s just working, focus on your company and you don't, have, you don't make time for your family, eventually your kids grow up, move out of the house and that's a death right there. You'll never be able to regain that time again. Okay, yeah. And so he says to, you should spend your money accordingly and especially when you're young, spend it the most because there are so many more things that you can do that will be either frowned upon or just you won't have interest in doing when you're older and you're going to regret it because he says the richest way to live your life is through experiences. He makes the point, you know, so many people, they get a paycheck and there's the urge to buy materialistic items. You know, that, that short-term yeah. satisf- satisfaction from buying a new car or a new phone or a new jacket mm-hmm. is great. But in the long term, you don't look back at that one T-shirt that you bought when you're 50 years old. Yeah. But rather, you look back at the trip you made to Portugal. Mm-hmm. So I you, mean, yeah, I think that's one thing you can definitely yeah. see. Even the people who become rich, they can spend all this money on nice cars, nice watches, and whatnot. But at the end of it, they always see it gives them some sort of happiness. But the true happiness is still the experiences they can buy yeah. through money. Like uh, One thing a lot of people say is when you get richer, you... Um, for example, you're able to at some point spend a lot more time with your kids because you made so much money and you have what's the passive income and things like that. Exactly. And that's an experience they gain for making that much money. The money didn't make them happy, but the uh, financial freedom and making them able to have experience made them happy. So I totally get your point. Um, and yeah, f- for sure, when you're younger, it's a lot easier to, or more important to spend your money because there's... A lot less risk and a lot less responsibility the moment you start having kids a family and all these things there's other people that are part of your world and your responsibility you have to have to think about when you do these things that if you if you're younger and you're pretty much just living for yourself if you spend a bit bit too much money to do a trip throughout through europe the only one who's not gonna who is gonna be affected by that is yourself yeah yeah actually he, he brings up a story from when he was in his 20s. I think he was working on Wall Street, the author. Mm-hmm. It was like a, he was speaking from a first-person point of view. Okay. I'll, de- I'll definitely, in the uh, biography of the episode, I'll put down a name of the book. I definitely okay. recommend for everyone to read it. Yeah. And so he tells a story about how he, he was working, I think, on Wall Street. He was making about 18000 a year netto. And he was living in like a tiny-ass apartment with, one of his, with a roommate. Yeah. And basically... The roommate, I think he took about six months from work off mm-hmm. and took a loan from the bank of about, I think, two, three thousand euros or dollars. And he did. He went backpacking through Europe. And excuse me, his initial reaction to that was, are you crazy? Why would you put yourself in debt? You focus on your career and, and all of that. And and he said and he also invited him. And he said, no, I'm going to focus on my career in the end. After six months, they were more or less in the same career position, mm-hmm. except one of them came back with a lifetime full of stories of his trip in Europe, where he yeah. was eating baguettes with cheese at the Eiffel Tower, uh, where he had 
uh, sex with a girl in Mallorca on the mm. beach or something like that. You know, and he came with all these amazing experiences and stories that he'll remember for the rest of his life. And this guy who stayed at home for six months because he was too busy on making money and focusing on his career, actually these six months didn't bring him that much in life and definitely miss out on a lifetime of opportunities yeah. and memories. Definitely. So what he says is, especially when you're young, to, he says, money has more of a uh, function or meaning when you're younger than when you're older. Because when you're younger, money brings you more happiness than when you're older, mm -hmm. right? Your, your, life, your lifestyle expenses and kind of the things that you want to do when you're younger tend to be more expensive when you're older, right? When you're older, say when you're in a uh, Altersheim, what is that in English? Group home, a group yeah. home, Altersheim. right? Say yeah. you're 80, you're in a wheelchair. The one thing that kind of maybe brings you the most joy in your life at that point is when your grandkids visit you, right? Or you get a pudding after dessert. Mm -hmm. that's not that expensive yeah at our age right now we're in our we're 19 we're 20 probably yeah we love family but i think the most fun we would have is at least i'm gonna speak for myself with going on a trip with friends and partying in croatia with on the beach and and meeting strangers and dancing with people yeah for sure i think i think it's a balance because um i think Yes, you, it's bad if you only concentrate on like making money and don't, or not only making money but not having experiences. Um, but you have to find a balance because at some point you, <laughs> there comes a stage where all these experiences have to be funded in a certain extent. Yeah, of course. So no, he also he also says don't spend your money left, right, and center. You also you've got to find a balance. You also have to plan for the future. Yeah. Right. You also he says fifty percent. There was there's this one rule. Um, this one lady made about how to spend your money. I can't remember her name, but it was a 50-30-20 rule, I believe it was. Which basically, it said 50% of your income should go to uh, everyday expenses, yeah. you know, rent, food, uh, yeah, basic yeah, yeah. necessities. Then 30% of your income should go to um, hobbies, free time, uh, your free time activities, and 20% should be investment. saved. Or invested, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a typical, uh, I think, a quite a typical rule of how you should try to spend your money. Um, yeah, invest. I think investing is a big key in that. Just trying to save or invest a little bit of money every month for every year, just for for the future when you're older to have something to fall back on. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. Now, Connor, uh, let me ask you a question: Why do so many people die with so much money in their account? There are a few reasons, but could you think of some? I think one is just being scared to spend the money. Mm -hmm. Just just being scared that you don't yeah. have any money left is like before you die. Uh -huh. um, what else? I, I don't know. Well, typically, you know, when someone dies, there's always an inheritance to give. Yeah. So I've, I've talked with some other friends about about the topic. And as soon as I said, the author basically says to die with zero in your bank account first thing that the majority of the people said were, but what if I want to give money to my kids? I mean, or if, what if I want to leave something behind? Yeah. And I was like, that's a great point. And I also thought the same thing when I was reading the book. And he talks about it. He says that, let's say the, the average life expectancy in the world, I think is like around 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And say you have a child, or at least our parents and our grandparents, mm -hmm. we're having children in their 20s to 30s. Mm -hmm. So when you die at 80 or our grandparents would die at 80, their inheritance would be given to their kids 
who are already 50, 60 years old yes. by then. At that point, you're hopefully, or the majority of people have already set up a career and are financially stable and have a family of their own. Yeah. So what? how much does it bring to then receive an inheritance of, let's say, 200,000 euros when your parents die, when you already have 500,000 saved up? You're just, the money's not, most likely not going to be spent, it's just going to be passed on again. So the point that he makes is the best time to in, give your inheritance to whoever you want to is at an age where people are smart enough to kind of make intelligent investment decisions and at a time where uh, the income isn't at an all-time high or you know the, the ability to, the, the amount of money in the bank account isn't super high. Yeah. So he says around 27, 35, I believe he said, okay. is the best time to give the inheritance because at that point, like I said before, your life expenses are a lot more when you're younger. Yeah. And, you know, when you're 25, it's okay to maybe go to a... Uh, well, where did you and uh, one of our friends, when you went interrailing through Italy, where did you stay at? What were those hotels called? We didn't go to hotels. We went to hostels. Hostels. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Hostels. When you're 25, it's okay to go to a hostel. Yeah. But when you're 40 older. years old and you show up to a hostel, it's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, we've met some people who are yeah. older. But, but I must, it, I must agree. I, I don't want at that age. I don't want to share a hostel with two eighteen-year-old boys <laughs> who only want to go sightseeing and party a lot. It's like I don't know. We'll bring if girls I want, from the club at yeah, like three a.m. or something. It's like, yeah, there was a few maybe people who stayed with you in the room who, in the evening, they talk with you. The next morning, they didn't talk to you anymore. <laughs> Just some awkward. Connor, how do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah um, but so you see what I'm saying he says basically give the inheritance to your children when they are able to make the most out of it yeah and that's at a younger okay. age than I, when you're 50 60 years old I get that I think it's just a diff definitely I think if you if you manage to do that that's great it's just I don't know probably he explains that but there's a struggle of um knowing how much you should give your kids beforehand and still having enough for your own life. Yeah, no, he, life. he also, he talks about that. You should really read this book, man, okay. I'm telling you. He also says, um, you don't just, if you say you're 50 years old and yeah. you have a child, or 60 years old and you have a child that's 25, 30 years old, mm. right? And say you've got theoretically 500K saved up. Or mm -hmm. no, let's make it 2 million. You've got saved up 2 million in the account. Yeah. Say you're rich as hell. Yeah. You got two million saved up in the account and you want to inherit to both of your children five hundred thousand each. Yeah. You've got about a million to live out the rest of the days of your life. That's I don't know if that works or not, but he basically says to make a plan to inherit inherit money to your kids at a age where they can make the most out of it, but also be smart enough to make sure that you have enough and um yeah. So you 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 got so many like for example billionaires who obviously I don't think they can spend all their money because that's just yeah. very difficult to do yeah. under moral circumstances, yeah, let's say yeah. at least. Um, but Yeah, I think there's, as a billionaire, there's only so many luxury goods you can buy before it just gets yeah, a bit over the top. Yeah. I think after the third jet, you like go like, hmm, 
think they should stop now. Yeah, maybe. Even maybe though, yeah. Like one jet, okay. Two jets, yeah, sure. But three jets, maybe it's a little too yeah. much. <laughs> one for me, one for my wife. Exactly. And then it's done. <laughs> when, the, when the fighting's happening, you don't want to sleep on the couch in the jet. You want to sleep on the bed that you paid for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you spend your money on? Right? You're How old are you? Uh, I'm 19. Yeah. Going to uni. Most, to be honest, at the moment, my income stream is pretty much zero. I don't we're, we're living a student's life. Yeah. We're both, we have a very limited income and a lot of desire to party and go out and be social. Uh, yeah, but also I'm quite lucky in, in comparison. I, I don't have to... I don't have the need to work during my Yeah, no, life. we are definitely born in a like, very blessed know, situation where our parents are yeah. comfortable enough to be able to provide us with a nice college experience where yeah. we don't have to worry about any expenses like, ourselves. I know other people who have to have to work to to be at union like yeah. uh, just get some a few extra years dollars whatever you want to call it um to make a uni experience of full yeah. so you don't have to do that well, but like don't get me wrong we're also not being given so much no. money to the point where we can just do whatever we want whenever no, we no, want no, we no, definitely no. have to watch our expenses uh, but yeah. we definitely don't have to work unnecess- un- unnecessarily no and, and and I think the biggest thing is um there's not that worry like I'm, I'm restricted on how much money I get. I, I'm, I live a comfortable, but but a student's life. Student's yeah. life. It's like I do look out for how much I pay per week for food or drinks or whatever. It's like it's a set amount. I have to deal with it. It's it's exactly enough for the month, and um, I just have to make sure that every month I kind of meet that that goal of not spending too much. Um, but I think the most most the biggest part why I'm lucky is because I don't have the worry if something goes wrong or I need a bit more cash um, there is a possibility of yeah. getting that alright well enough prefacing yeah. now what do you spend your money on um, as a student living moment, outside it, of home it, it's three things it's it's living uh, living costs so accommodation um, food so uh, yeah and and drinks pretty much and what, what drinks like water or how Nah, like alcohol. Oh, like alcohol. It's like the three things you do at okay. uni. Is like yeah. you sleep, I knew you were saying alcohol. You, I just yeah. wanted. <laughs> you, you, you sleep, you eat, and then you drink, and that's the yeah. three things. And that's the three biggest things at the moment with the money I have. I spend on. I think one thing I wanna um, increase though. Um, it's after I, I've done my exams, which is now. Yeah. I want to go uh, start doing that with my dad. Is um, start investing, and with investing, I don't mean. Uh, any like day trading or like uh, as a as a uh, um, like long, single long term stocks yeah, yeah. long term not maybe not even stocks but starts with stuff like ETF ETFs and things like that yeah. like the S and P five hundred to like invest over a longer period of time at least probably at least ten years mm-hmm. ahead so over time I make money but it help just helps me in future to have something I can fall back on yeah. Um, because I don't need the money right now. It's just for in future that I have it invested. Yeah. I also, I talked to my dad about it as well. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like we're both kind of getting to the age where we're slowly becoming adults. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I came to my dad the other day and I was like, hey, Papa, I kind of would like to start investing in money and, and yeah. kind of set myself up a little bit. Yeah. And he told me, um, first of all, in a way, everything that my dad is investing in is for me and my brother yeah brothers yeah and 
he also made the point he also read the book mm-hmm. that i was talking about and <laughs> when i go back to it he the author also made a point that when you're younger it doesn't make as much sense to save money i'm gonna repeat that when you're younger it doesn't make as much sense to save money because let's say theoretically as a student we get a monthly income from our parents of about 500 euros to mm-hmm. live through the entire month with all expenses included yeah how much money are you going to be able to save and also be able to continue living your life maybe like 10 20 euros yeah right if you also want to go out and drink and meet friends and go out to eat yeah only going to save you 20 10 20 euros what's the, what's money. the point in that okay exactly? i i you know I, I have it to. makes more sense to when you have an income of let's say 80,000 euros a year then you're able to save maybe 10,000 yeah for and that, sure. that makes more sense no 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 for sure i i agree i think that's what i have to explain that the my investing i will probably not um the money will a bit of the money will come out of my monthly allowance yeah but i have some money i've saved up um that i want to invest just for oh long yeah term. same same uh, that's more of what i was thinking yeah. with investing but that's why i said i don't want to uh probably don't want to invest in uh single stocks or single companies mm-hmm. um because Although and, and I have you some, wanna, you want to invest in funds, or fun, like that, funds yeah. and stuff like that, because uh, even with my, uh, my my saved up money, money, it's not a major big amount sum of money. Um, so I, I don't believe it makes big sense in in uh, investing in single stocks and shares and stuff like that. It's just more of like making the money I've saved up right now that I'm not spending, make that just increase that for uh, for a future time but i get i mean it's a new point of viewing things um is about spending all your money when you have it like when you're younger it's like yeah spending on experiences i haven't thought about it to be honest again i think i'm quite lucky that some of my experiences my parents helped me to fund it mm-hmm. so i don't i don't need that much cash to experience certain things yeah. and i've done a lot and i mean with covid it's difficult at the moment of course um but nonetheless i mean i i always throughout my life throughout my teenage years i mean when of course when i was younger i definitely got a lot less just because i didn't need it yeah but there came a point where when i was 16 i was getting a monthly allowance from my parents mm-hmm. enough to go out on one saturday night and mm-hmm. get like two or three drinks with some of my friends yeah. you know or go out to eat once Uh, go to the hairdresser once a month i was i was given enough money to do that and um but i was a little i just i wanted a little bit extra money yeah. in my pocket you know so i got a job yeah not it wasn't even necessary yeah i, I didn't need the job but yeah. i wanted it and be, primarily because i wanted a little more money a little extra cash to spend to have be able to have a little more fun but it was also when i look back at it such a good thing to do when i was 16 because it gave me a feel for money mm-hmm. and i know parents would tell you like often oh like you don't know how much money this is or or i mean for example me like i still don't even know how much a million dollars really is i don't know what how much how much you can actually do with a million dollars right i mean so, i think you never know until you made your first exactly, million and exactly. your first and your first million depending on how you frame it your first million is already that, a million that's because the point you have I'm to making. that's the point i'm ta- making taxes and stuff i, I worked at a, i worked at five guys when i was 16 friday saturday night yeah. each like five hours i was making i think like 400 350 a month and then i was able to get a feel for how much 400 euros is i'm guessing you made 450 
Yeah, when, when it was like a busy month. Yeah. But there were some days, of course, where I, I couldn't come in one day isn't where they this? didn't need me. Oh, it was okay. a it was a mini job. But isn't a mini job always four fifty? Four fifty maximum. But like they can, okay, if you don't less. need to work as much, then okay, 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 you yeah, can make okay. less. Yeah. And that's when I was when I got a feel for money, and so now I, I can kind of see it with some people that like we're friends with or or, or family members that haven't really worked. I'm not hating on them, but. Um, family I, members. Mm. I, I know. I know. <laughs> not not that many family members in your family. <laughs> <laughs> My brother knows now. <laughs> no, it's not bad, but it's just you. Definitely, when you work, you get a, a better feel for what money is, and and then of course your principles on and where you choose to spend your money is is done more wisely, yeah. right? For example, my little brother will um, buy some things where I'm just like, for me personally. I wouldn't do it. Of course, we've got our own preferences. So maybe for him, it means more than it does for me. And maybe I buy some things that for him make mm. no sense. You know? Yeah, I got So it's yeah. just a matter of principle. But what I'm saying is anyone who's in their teenage years in high school and has time, right? Definitely to do something on the side, whether it's work at a uh, burger restaurant or, or deliver the post or go baby babysitting bro i yeah. do babysitting as well yeah and it's sure. just you get a little extra cash in the pocket and you learn what money is and then i mean of course you know what money is but you learn what you can spend with it yeah there came, sure. to, there came to a point where i was making minimum wage at five guys right which in yeah. germany i think it was like at the time it was like 9 30 or something yeah, yeah. 30 and it came to a point where it'd be saturday afternoon right I'd be in the city meeting with a friend before I'd have to go to work in the evening. Mm. And we, let's say we go to Zara. I'm like, oh, damn, this is a nice pullover. Oh, it's 50 euros. That means I'd have to work about five hours. That's an entire shift at Five Guys on a Friday night. Yeah, I, get I don't know if that's worth it. It came to that point, which yeah. I don't really like, but also it did help me save some money. You know, the crazy thing is I'm really, like, I'm, I'm really care. I've never had a job properly where I earned money I've done internships and things like that but most of the time I did, wasn't paid properly yeah. I had any like loan or something um, but I'm with money I'm like I, I you are re- so stingy I'm, I really look at what I spend my yeah. money on no, wait, either way I want to correct myself you're not stingy you're just very careful yeah. like you're not like oh, I don't oh I'm not going to pay it. you or if I borrowed you two euros I want to yeah. back you're not like that but you're definitely super careful with how you spend your money yeah because I, the, one main thing is it's just me personally is like I get my parents or uh, they they worked and made money for themselves but also for their kids yeah but there's a part of me in my head is like the money I'm spending is not my money it's still my parents yeah, money the same. so where I'm like uh, where other people is like my parents work for for it and they told me it's fine if they spend their money I'm still in the back of my mind it's not my money you can't spend too much of it yeah. it's not like almost like it's nice of them that they're giving yeah, you yeah, this no, money it, but it like, is, it's a privilege it's, yeah. not, it's nothing in my opinion it's nothing to be expected yeah and and the, uh, what I wanted to get to is when I, I'm scared that when I start working properly and I get even more of a relation to money <laughs> that it gets even worse because then exactly that starts it's like oh I know how much I have to work for this become a hoarder and then I'm like no fuck that I'm not spending that much money on this. You become a hoarder like Silas Marner. Remember yeah. that one literature book? We had yeah. where he had like he he loved the idea of just having cash in his hands, but he never spent it. Yeah. What good does cash do yeah. if you you don't spend it? it? That, that's it's a, just something nice to look at. But that's the thing where I was when you started this whole thing. I was like in my head, I was like, oh, when you started like spending your money and stuff, it's like I I include myself in not being able to spend money properly sometimes. Yeah. I'm just. 
it's 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 difficult i think i have to work on that myself it's just knowing when sometimes it's good i think often it will help me as well that the way i am is like because some people spend money on things they shouldn't spend their money on and it affects them negatively but also i think there's points where i probably affect myself negatively through this behavior because i pass out on maybe certain experiences exactly like which is bad because when you look back like i'm gonna say it again when you're 50 you're not gonna you're not gonna look back at the 500 euros that you saved up when you were 17 yeah you'd rather look back at that one road trip for sure with your friends i mean i I, right i can i can say that comfortably like i mean if i already look back on my things i did i had a few trips i went on for example Mm -hmm. the interrail trip for a month through europe i mean to be honest we did so much i couldn't even like I, I'd really have to think about it, of all the things yeah, we that's did. That's for another podcast yeah. episode. But 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 it's just I look back on this whole trip and that whole time and I think it was just a great time when we yeah. went uh, um, to Lake Geneva to a place of my friend. He he has a place there uh, at the lake. It was great as well. Just a week chilling in the hot weather with friends, having a few drinks and just enjoying life. It's like the experiences are just great. Experiences, to be honest, also my whole football career and everything I experienced with that. I think that is also maybe not a financial investment, but it was a time investment that to a certain extent, maybe when I was younger, affected how much I could go out and meet with friends. But on the other hand, it was also things that really taught me big life lessons on on how you you interact with other people. And teamwork and and discipline. And, And it's... I think this part of experience is really important. Yeah, and I, it's, I totally it's what agree. I said. It's, it's a balance. You gotta have a yeah. balance between spending your money for experiences and having fun, but also learning valuable lessons and yeah. setting yourself up. Yeah, for sure. Well, damn, that was great, man. Yeah, I think. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. To podcast, know what I'm saying? Remember the name, man. We're gonna be number one podcast in the world. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. What is what's it called? You manifest. say it enough times, manifest, manifest it exactly. You can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify. Sounds good. Right? Is there anything else? Like and subscribe. I don't know if you can do that. No. Like, share with your friends. Spotify, you can follow us. Okay. Spotify, you can follow us. Tell your friends. Yeah. But definitely and tell your friends, share it. We'd appreciate it so much. And, and uh, um, see you next time. Yeah, we'll right? see you soon. Have a good day. Bye.